0: We reunited and it feels so hood How the whole world saying, hey, "I still so good? Well I do this in my slumber, Summer I ain't none of these half ass newcomers You know how I do, Summer I drop heat when you bring the sun up The combo make niggas act up I pick a gun up, niggas back up They know I'm not no fronter I don't talk shit, I just flip on ya. Sorry Lance, I'm just trying to advance my quotes I ain't making you the butt of my jokes well, let's not stray from what i came to say to my beloved think we need some time away they say if you love it you should let it out its cage and yo, yo 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 yo, back, yo. You what's going on
1: sports family man and we back tight. again with another mike and friends episode man and today we got the usual suspects in the building man we got nate from the west coast checking in on the east coast still we got my boy oh, no. Cot checking in all the way oh, in maryland boy. man holding it down man y'all boys doing good today Solid, bro. Can't complain. Ready to get to it. Man. Yes, sir. Same oh, we, here. We, we about to get it going, man. First off, we got to shout out the sponsors, man. Shout out to the Grind Magazine, man. Small businesses, big businesses. If you want to take your business to the next level, make sure you go over there and check out the Grind Magazine, man. They can put you in front of the culture the right way you need to be and they could build a marketing campaign for your company from the ground up. Uh, also shout out to TOV Sports, man. This whole production is being brought to you by them. So make sure you go over there check them out on IG. Uh say what up. Tell them that uh, Mike and friends sent you a National Sports Chat sent you. You feel me? But like i said, man, we got a lot going on today, man. It's been an interesting uh little, little week in sports since we checked in, man. We we got a little group chat we just been firing back and forth from there. but today just off the top of the list man we got to get it going with the the head the head uh the head arkansas head arkansas news we got uh <laughs> Brett Brown <laughs> being being fired out of Philly they said as soon as the jet landed he got he uh got issued his papers, man. So I wanted to get you all thoughts Ooh. on. <laughs> you hear Dave in the back yeah. with the boo. Yeah, we need to get a boo sound effect in here. Facts. Boo! No. Boo!
2: <laughs> Facts.
1: no man. Brett, you up out of here? I wanted to get y'all thoughts on um, just everything with Philadelphia and Brett Brett, uh, Brett Brown's departure and what do they need to do in these in this draft and this upcoming season to get on track. Uh, I'm gonna start off with Cot, man. What's your thoughts on it, bro?
2: I oh, mean, well, first of all, uh, like I mentioned on the last uh, episode, I personally didn't think that I feel like I just feel like bro Brown is not an awful coach. So there was nothing wrong with him. But I mean, it's just it got it got stale. You know what I mean? Like, I feel yes, like. Yes, sir. Reached, shout out to reached, them. <laughs> shout out to them sixes. My bad. Keep it going. <laughs> they reached uh, their pinnacle. Uh, you know what I'm saying with him uh, at the head of the brains. Now I will say that I don't personally think that it's all it was all Brett Brown. You know what I'm saying. Elton Brown he made some questionable moves in the GM mm-hmm. uh, position. You know what I'm saying. Their front office mm-hmm. they made some questionable you know what I'm saying calls. But ultimately, you know what I'm saying. Most of the time, coaches are the scapegoat. So and that's mm-hmm. what it was in that situation. And honestly, it was it was his time. You know what I'm saying. Uh, but I personally think if we if we we're talking about replacing him. Yeah. Uh, I like Mark Jackson, man. I like Mark Jackson, personally. That's right. I was, that I was my number one to go there. Uh, I think that, you know what I'm saying, he could bring a level of discipline, especially with their current roster. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I feel like he could relate to those guys. Uh, yeah. A lot of a lot of coaches could. So, you know what I'm saying? But as Brown was it was a sign, man.
1: You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Do you think it was anything that he could have done, like, within this season, say if they would have got to the Eastern Conference Finals, or even to the second round without Ben Simmons, do you think the the front office would have understood and be like, you know what, we see you trying, we were down a man, we gonna give you another shot? For sure, that's
2: a that's a career saver right there. You know what I mean? For mm-hmm. sure. I like the fact that they got swept also, like made the decision that much easier. You know what I mean? Man. So. It, it is what it is. It, I mean, I, you could tell. I actually watched his uh, facial expressions in that game four. He was pissed. He
1: knew. Whole, he, 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 probably, probably, he knew it was over. He probably he knew before the series started. Like man, hey, <laughs> you lose this one in a bad fashion, it may be over with. Even if you lose it, it may be over with. I don't know. Over whatever. with Jenner. Yeah, yeah. Nate, so, Nate. what's your thoughts on this, man? Man,
3: I gotta agree with Cot. Uh, I mm-hmm. don't really think Brett Brown was that terrible of coach. I just don't think he's a good, like, commander-in-chief. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't yeah. know if he was the the leader for that type of superstar talent because I think that that team, you got two really big personalities in Joel and Ben Simmons, and mm-hmm. I think they need somebody who's not really, like, afraid to get in them. You know what I'm saying? Like, like Cott said, Mark Jackson would be a good fit. I kind of got to stay away from saying Mark Jackson because I say that for every coaching vacancy. I just yeah. like uh, Mark Jackson <laughs> as a coach. I want to see him back in the league. But For you know, really? I think he liked that announcer's desk. But uh, you know, they need somebody that's gonna come in there and really run a tight shift. Like I've been seeing the yeah. report, like Greg Popovich. I don't think Greg Popovich will ever leave the Spurs organization. I mean, I, I feel like that's his organization,
1: you know, and like they should rename they should rename the court after him. You feel me? Yeah, and if Every. he does leave it'll be just to retire, bro, and Tim exactly. Jackson's in that position. He already done like, coached the game, like a couple games, you feel me? Mm-hmm. But keep going. Like people forget, uh, he, you know,
3: his wife passed a few years ago, so I, I yeah. just think Greg's on his way out in general. I don't think he'll take another coaching job, but yeah. I look at it as – I think Brett did a solid job of what he had, but I think his superstars made him look worse than of a coach than what he really was. Like, if you really look at, you know, the way Joel and Ben Simmons play together or just play in general by themselves, like Joel can be very lazy at times, you know, and you can't really blame a coach for that. Like he came into this season out of shape. How can I blame Brett Brown for a superstar coming back into a season out of shape, you know, and same with Ben Simmons, like, how can I blame him for Ben Simmons not shooting the ball? Like, I'm sure he ain't the only one that's told Ben Simmons to shoot the ball. You know, like, that affects floor mm-hmm. spacing, that affect everything. That affect team morale if your point guard won't shoot. And uh, mm-hmm. like Cot said, uh, Eldon, he made some very questionable decisions. You know, maxing out Tobias Harris, someone who's never been an all-star. That's Man. not a move I would have made, but, you know, they traded assets, so they had to do it. Giving somebody like Al Horford $100 million before you even see the fit, you know, you could have given him a one, two-year deal maybe thirty million just to see as a trial and error, you know, with a team. Yeah. But instead you gave him a long term contract. You gave Josh Richardson a nice amount of money, you know. And then you got I think they got like four hundred million dollars tied up in the next years, like few years, you feel me? Jeez. Tobias, Joel, and Ben Simmons. So yeah. I think, you know, the organization just needed to change and you know, the coach will always be the scapegoat, just like I said. So
1: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah man. And just to uh further just to get into this, man, I for myself, man, I I would say it was time, bro. Like in certain situations, like when the coach when it's the coach being fired, I mm-hmm. believe two things at once. Once one, the coach could be bad. Or two, right. it's just not the right situation at the right time. And mm-hmm. once you put all those, what he he's been there for like five years or so, four seven. five years, seven years, mm-hmm. it's it's time to you know what I'm saying. But was yeah. he dealt the best hand no i don't think so was he dealt the good one yeah i feel like he could have did better with what he had but you got to understand as an organization once you all go forward and tell it your uh fellow staff and employees all right you know we're gonna do we're gonna lose so we can mm-hmm. keep getting these good pieces that you're building a losing atmosphere in the organization regardless off rip so guys are not gonna you know what i'm saying take two losing or just well take to winning, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. that. So um I don't know, man. It was definitely time for him to go. I would like to see what what happens down the line, especially with Elden Brand, because like you all said, it, it is some questionable moves out there. You got you got 180 within Tobias, you know what I'm saying? And you don't really know what that is. Um and B, can he stay healthy? Ben Simmons, we don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like it's too many question marks over there. And for this process to be however long it was bro i feel like it took a toll on everybody and it was just time bro like well the process is over man yeah i'm actually
3: (laughs) i'm actually kind of glad it went down like this not to say i'm happy to see ben injured or anything but it's good to show that tanking is not going to work like it really doesn't uh work in any professional sports but like you said it creates like a losing atmosphere you know but you know two things can be true like kenny atkinson the coach for the nets he did a great job with the nets I just think that the nets were looking for a different direction they got two new superstars you know they're kind of heading in a different direction same for brett brown like you know it's hard to transition from worst team in nba history with 10 wins to all of a sudden you want him to come to championship team like those are two different skill sets you know by coaching guys to be competitive and learn and work on their skills is way different than coaching guys to you know get to a title so it's a lot of factors but all in all, I think it was a good decision. He, he, he had to let him go and start fresh.
1: And, and just to add, too, just as much as, you know, we, we want to say, like, man, we got to stop saying Mark Jackson. He's mm. the perfect guy for this position, bro, because even yes. I heard Elton Brandon that he was like, man, I'm we're not looking to trade Embiid or Simmons. We're looking to keep mm. both of them. So if that's the case, you need a coach like Mark Jackson to come in, one, because he's a no-nonsense type of coach, and you got guys already that that already know what he provides and brings to the organization and um like with that like you got guys um, I forgot who was it in in Golden State that was like man like he was just a strict guy he was it wasn't no cursing you can't do anything like that around him and those guys need that type of structure bro because there's no leadership in that locker room I feel like when they did have the the slightest bit of, of leadership they let it go and that was with Redick because Redick was yeah. he, he's he's a, a proven vet and what mm-hmm. you gonna say to him if he coming off the bench and he could give you 24
0: you know what I'm saying so
1: I, I feel like um I don't know they they need some type of leadership in that organization i feel like it has to start from the top down be it be it the coach you know what i'm saying so we'll, we'll see what goes on though man if is that uh y'all got anything else on that
3: Shit, they just in a good position i'll say that they got enough talent they might need to tweak the roster a little bit you got to get yeah. if you're going to keep ben and joel you got to get some more reliable shooters you feel me which might be hard because you know they spend so much damn money at this point but if you can get yeah. some cheap dudes off the bench or something like that, you know, space out the floor, they they have a good problem, i say. They got yeah. two dudes that I think could be, you know, cornerstones of your franchise. So if you trade one or you don't, you keep both, you still have talent. So whoever yeah. comes in, they're going to have an abundance of talent. It's just making it work now.
1: Yeah, facto, 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 man. And it's <laughs> just to get into this next one, man, because it – well, real quick, because <laughs> – Nate, you said something I wanted to touch on. You was talking about how uh, Mark Jackson likes it behind the um the commentators booth. hmm And I'm not the one to call for jobs. But somebody, please, bro, quit Chris Weber, bro. Please, like, bro. He's <laughs> worse. Like, it's getting worse than Hubie Brown, bro. Like, I hate when Hubie <laughs> Brown does that. Like, it's getting terrible now, bro. Like, getting talk, yeah, talk about it- basketball, bro. i don't talk about basketball enough. Yeah, bro, he's just monotone, too. Oh, man, you see the guys. He, he, LeBron pulled up and said, no, not today. Like, nigga, if you don't get that lane, man. No. <laughs> but yeah, though, man, just, I don't know. I, that that was just on my spirit. But just to keep to the next one, man, let's go to this uh Luca versus the Clippers, man. And just everything was going on in this series, man. He then hit a game-winning shot a couple days ago on Reggie Scrub Jackson. Um, And, you know, he's just been making it happen, minus Porzingis, and they're down Porzingis today. So I wanted to get you all's thoughts on um, who do you think is going to win today's game and what's been going on in the series and just everything surrounding that. I'm going to start with you, Nate. Well, uh, you know, just I got big respect for Luca. I'm
3: going to say that right now and the Dallas team in general. Like, you know, seeing dudes like Trey Burke get a second chance and really using it, getting buckets on what you would consider elite defenders, You know, Mm -hmm. Seth Curry, dudes like that. It just kind of shows you, like, never really stop working, you feel me? Because you could be out the league or, you feel me, not drafted and then be back in it playing big-time playoff minutes. You just got to be ready, you feel me? So I think Dallas is gonna done a good job finding guys that, you know, just want to go out there and hoop. But my pick for tonight, I'd have to say the Clippers, because if they don't win this game, to me, the series is over, you feel me? Like, if you go down 3-2 to the lower seed, I think that's a terrible morale thing for them. Uh, you know, I think our guys have played pretty well. I say our because, you know, I'm a Clipper fan. You know, if we go down to Luka, I'm not going to be too mad because he's just that nice. But I'm going to say, like, our guys have played well besides uh, Pandemic P, whatever you want to call him. You know, like, he's really been a disaster these past three games. Uh, I know he's a better player than that. You feel me? I, I, I hate on him a lot because I've seen what he does in the playoffs. You know, six points against Joe Ingles in a closeout, you know. But I expect him to play better, realistically.
1: I said you might as well hold off on PG talk to the next topic because it's gonna uh, get right, very, very, very. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But yeah, Making I got I got the Clippers tonight.
3: You got the I Clippers got the Clippers, Clippers, Clippers. tonight. It, it's gonna be a close game though. I mean, Luca as good as Kawhi and PGR as defenders. I mean, he's just that. He's been playing against elite defense and been the focal point of the offense probably since he was like 15, 16 years old. So yeah. like double teams are nothing new to him. He could pass out of them. He got the size to go at our bigs. You feel me, Montrez? is no bigger than Luca. Like, he's probably not bigger than Luca at all, actually. Like, our only reliable big man to me that can guard him or, like, provide, you know, at least a hand in the paint is Zubac. And he doesn't play that many minutes because he can't stretch the floor. So, you know, I'm looking for Luca to have a big night tonight. I think uh, Seth Curry will probably have a big night tonight because our guards just – we can't – I don't know. We just can't defend right now. But I think Kawhi will go out there. We might see Kawhi with a a 40-piece
1: tonight. Ooh. I ain't – I ain't – I ain't gonna say you wrong, man. Kyle, I'm gonna get in here and I'm gonna let you end this off on this one. Um but man, what's been going on, first off, man, salute to Luca for hitting that shot. That's a big time shot. And I just want to just salute him just in general, man, because he's becoming that that type of guy. He's becoming one of those perennial players that uh you you look to. I, I feel like if you wanna meet if you want me just to be honest, I feel like he's the best guy in Texas right now. And yeah. take that, take the, you know what I'm saying. Take the shots as you please. You know what I'm saying. Shots for everybody. He's the best guy in Texas. I said it, but no.
3: <laughs> I can agree with no. that. He's he's, he's a a ride for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah, man, and, and you just gotta you just gotta salute him, man. And he's been doing it. First game, you could say he was. Yeah, you you could say he was uh he was uh, uh robbed of having Porzingis in that first game. Then you got Porzingis not playing. Then you have him not playing at night. So he's been definitely uh, knocking down the walls and just overcoming all the feats against one of the best teams in the league, if not the best team in the league, you know? So you definitely got to salute that. And he's doing it in a fashionable manner. You know, this is not, um, this is not make believe. He's, he's showing up every night, whether it's 40, 17 and 13 or, or forty five, or he's he's getting it. You know what I'm saying. Whatever needs to be done, he it's it's gonna get done. And also salute to him just because he had he his euro is better than uh Manu right now. You know what I'm saying. And Manu brought that here, but you know he his, his euro is nasty. He may not be as quick. You know what I'm saying, but he's uh, bigger. Quick, but I think he, he slow, bigger. You know, he's bigger. Really really we'll lose him because it's like he be over here any. It's, I don't know, bro. Yeah, he well, could he's eight. Just... you feel me? So he could get that contact. He could do things that Manu can't. He could do things
3: that a right. lot of small guards can't. Like, he's a legit right, point bro. guard, you feel me? Like, if people tell you different, they just not watching him. Because watching Luca yeah. play is pretty, bro. Like, you feel yeah. me? It's like a combination he... of – if Magic was here right now, he'd probably play, like, a similar brand of basketball as Luca. Probably a little quicker, maybe mm-hmm. a little faster. But the passing ability and just pure size, like, you know – he's shedding defenders with his shoulder like, off the euro like and,
1: ah, and he's not and he's not forcing it bro like that's the yeah. biggest thing like a lot of guys who i noticed that that try to get those big assist numbers are forcing it like even when yeah. when when Russell, when Westbrook averaged that that triple double he forced it like he's yeah. not a natural passer you know what i'm saying but that that's who I, i'm not going to say well, I say he is. Luca is a natural passer, but he's a natural scorer, number one. You feel me? But he can mm-hmm. facilitate in, you know, lead the offense. But, I, you know, like I just said, even though I just saluted Luca this whole time, the Clippers definitely had to step it up, man. Like, you, you got Kawhi. And I, I noticed one thing I, I did have to point out is Doc Rivers. And I don't know what it is, but it's his adjustment making to me, bro. It doesn't seem mm-hmm. like he makes adjustments at the right time. He had just... Even if they do come in from a timeout, they'll have a plan. It'll work for a run. Then they'll just mm-hmm. get shambled because it'll take one switch off. And I don't know why. Stop. You feel me? Just leave Kawhi on Luka, bro. Like, don't have Easier nobody. Else. Done. I know, but just leave it on him, bro. Just leave him on him, bro. Because anytime that happens, it's always going to be a tough shot for Luka. Not saying mm-hmm. that Kawhi wins that battle every time, but – you you could t- literally, bro. Every time Kawhi is on him, it is it's a different ball game. And they didn't play the um the last ball game how they did the one before where they where they uh, won it. And literally Kawhi, every possession, I don't know if anybody noticed it, but every possession, he got the mm. rock on a takeout. It's no no nothing, bro. Get out the way. I'm about to mm. go get I'm about to go get 35, 10, and whatever. And I may shoot 20, I may be 10 to 22, but, hey, I'm about to get 35 when we going to win the game, bro. So it's, it's it'll be interesting to see what happens. I know that, that the Clippers won't lose the series just because Kawhi could do that. You know what I'm saying? He could come and get the ball every possession. and Hey, man, get out the way, you know. And what I got for Paul George is next. I ain't even going to get into that now. But, <laughs> Kyle, what's your <laughs> thoughts on everything with this lucrative? With this Luca, a uh, big time shot, and just the uh, the series in general, and who you got winning tonight? My bad, I ain't say who I had winning tonight. The Clippers, but you got it, cop.
2: Man, I call him Luca the Don because he <laughs>
1: is,
2: <laughs> yeah. he is in a lane of his own right now. Man, I don't think we've ever seen a twenty one year old as skilled and with a complete as a game of a game as him. Um uh-huh. like Nate said that uh I have the sal- uh, shout outs and salute to the whole Mavericks team. You know what I mean? They all been balling. It hasn't just been Luke. I actually saw a stat the other day um that said that they're actually more efficient without Kristaps posingas on the court, which is kinda of, actually kinda, of, you know what I'm saying, mind blowing to me, but hey, yeah. it just shows you uh how talented Luka is and how like they're they're one of the only teams in the league that come down and literally run the same play every single time. Put Luka pick a pick make the defense collapse, find shooters, drive and kick. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, man, Luka, he's different. But as far as the Clippers, I I feel like well, I want to point out uh, that last possession. Uh, That that, that was a big time shot. Uh, But Jackson shouldn't have been guarding him. You know what I mean? Oh, he he switched. Uh, if you watch the play, uh Kawhi Leonard switched on the screen, and that's how Reggie yeah. got on. You know what I mean? Kawhi I didn't
3: know. he didn't fight hard enough over that screen. But it. I will say, Carlisle drew up a good play because he double screened yeah. him. You feel me? Maxi Cleaver had the double screen. That's a good play. But if you Kawhi, you gotta get you over get that a screen. Good no Man, excuses. I
2: don't, I don't care if it's a triple screen. I want Facts. Kawhi Leonard on him with three seconds left. Mm-hmm. So even if it does. Allow another pass to somebody else. We want that other person to Yeah, the ball. they you they know, could take you know, that big
1: time shot. Get, <laughs>
2: get the ball out of Luca Don's hands because he is mm-hmm. that. Guy, you know what I mean? And, and he proved it. But uh, uh, I think it's gonna be a it's a, it's a great series. I called it going six or seven anyway, uh, just because of how talented. Like I said, Dallas is guys like Trey Burke, Seth Curry, Step Trey Burke looking like he's back in Michigan, man. Nah. Uh, I'm, I'm proud of him. So he definitely is uh, a smaller guy, so it took him a little time to adjust in the league. But you you can tell he's definitely found his stride, um, playing with, lack, with a lot of confidence. You know what I mean? Tim Hardaway Jr., uh, even Max Kleber. Shout out mm-hmm.
3: Bobon. Bobon fact, is you know the I mean, like, so, Max, he's Max, he been taking the assignment. He guarding Kawhi. You feel yeah. me? He, Kawhi, he's not Kawhi. even – He's not even a wing defender, he's never probably defended on the wing for that long before, you feel me. But I think it uh, the Mavericks make it so tough on the Clippers because, well, I think we're also seeing the value of Patrick Beverly, you feel me, as a guard defender. Yeah. You know, like we don't really have any good guard defenders, like they're killing us. The smaller players on their team are killing us. They're just even, you know, Kawhi is a great defender, but they're just so much quicker than he is. And Paul George, mm-hmm. you feel me, like those dudes, 6'8, 6'9, 6'10. You got somebody 6'1", you got somebody 6'5", and Tim Hardaway. You got Seth Curry who could light it up from anywhere. Like, you got guys that can come in the game and all get their own shot off. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think Doc had a good plan, like, coming into the series with Porzingis. But now with Porzingis out, they play much more of, like, a free-flow offense. So mm-hmm. I think it's just, you know, less crowded in the lane. You know, you got more passing lane. You got more shooters out there. Dude like Dorian Finney-Smith hitting baskets. And let me say this, bro. Yeah. I don't fuck with Michael Kidd, Gilchrist. But he out there playing hard. You feel me? I'm gonna say that, bro. Like hey, somehow you got to, you know, he was on my scrub, list. You got
1: to salute him when they for play sure. hard. They yeah. getting
3: people to, they getting dudes that you know usually wouldn't give this type of value. Like Dorian Finney-Smith, like he's a good player, but I think Carlisle's maximizing, you know, what he can offer. Same for a dude like Kid Gilchrist. Same for Trey Burke. Like there's mm. a reason other teams couldn't utilize them to this extent.
1: But so yeah. I gotta tip my hat to Rick Carlisle i gotta see
3: doc Deuce. he gotta make some adjustments right?
1: yeah like that that's that was kind of like my biggest takeaway man because it's like bro like doc you leading the ship and it's easy like bro it would have got to the point to where even this would have happened with me last game like paul George yeah, stop yeah. shooting bro stop shooting unless it's a layup or it's an open tray if it's <laughs> or an open tool it gotta be something with, or open or just yeah, stop I'm shooting, disagree. bro. i'm not to
2: disagree with that because with a guy like PG, like you, you literally need his scoring. If they're going to be that championship sure. team that, that that they expect to be, they have to have PG's. You know what I'm saying? They have to have they, his they, input. And they to need, him they, that's that's not, I feel like that's counterproductive.
1: They right, they, need they need they it. They need it. They need it. But he needs to turn it. That's transition, not man. It, it, uh, I, I just need to get everybody thoughts on PG. Is he done for? Um, can yeah, he turn man. it around? I'm gonna lead it off, bro. I, like I said, bro, if I'm Doc, bro, stop shooting, bro. Like, just stop. Like, if it's not an open look, uh, layup, stop shooting. Because he, you clearly off right now. And mm-hmm. they, they said on, uh, I forgot where I was watching, but Paul, no, it was uh, first take. Paul George even said to Doc, like, yeah, bro, I'm off. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. but Doc keeps telling him to keep shooting, and I feel it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Shooter, shoot or shoot. But no, bro, it's getting to a point to where it's, just, it's, it's almost turning outright disrespectful, bro, because some of Paul Dior's shots or they're, they're well-contested shots. And I get it. When he's on, he makes them. I, like You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I, I don't have nothing against that. But when you're missing them, it just looks terrible, bro. Like, and nobody don't want to see that, bro. And it's, it's, like, it's getting to the point to where all the weight is being shifted on Kawhi. And not saying that Kawhi can't handle it, but dude, you get paid too, and you were supposed to be the co-star of this team, and you got Lou coming off the bench getting thirty four or however much he had. Mm -hmm. I'm saying, and you shooting two for fourteen, and you can't even contribute. It's not about being off. People be off. Even Marcus Morris, Marcus Mm -hmm. Morris was off last game, but he turned the shit on. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? He started zero for five, but he turned the shit on. Mm -hmm. Like it's about what you do, and even if – say if you can't even turn it on offensively. Stop getting cooked on defense, nigga. Like, you let Hardaway Jr. cook you. Facts. Like, man. nigga, man. he hitting you with reverse laylays and all type of shit. Like, come on, bro. Like, you – like, man. I don't want to say, it's, like, he's done for, but I don't know, bro. It, it's just looking ugly for him, bro. He's not, He's not the guy he was in Indiana. I don't think he could ever lead a team. Mm -hmm. He's clearly a co-star, if that, bro. Like I said yesterday on the phone, he he working his way down to that Chris Middleton level for me, you know. (laughs) So I I don't know, bro, (laughs) like borderline. And, you know, just do I think things could change? Yes. I feel like they could be able to get through this series even with Paul George shooting poorly. And if Mm -hmm. you go – say if they get through this series with Paul George shooting poorly – and they go on to every other series, and they and he's playing at PG level, you know, not playoff P level because we don't know what the fuck that is, quite honestly. Play, playoff P level is yeah. Playoff yeah. P. It doesn't, it's <laughs> playoff. We haven't yeah, seen yeah. playoff P since 012. Uh, Indiana. Yeah, like we, we don't know what that is. So uh, if he goes out, you know, and uh, gets it together for all the other series, can this be forgotten about? Yeah, but – it's hard to forget about it right now because we're we watching multiple series year to year on what you've been doing. And when it's time to come out and play, you scrub out, bro. And there's no point. Mm-hmm. There's no reason. Like, you got guys like Donovan Mitchell leading the team, and you scrubbing out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. Let me get my thoughts. Let me get y'all thoughts, it's, man. They go, man. It's just, It's just funny to – It's just funny to me, like, the
3: the shift in conversation over, like, the past three games, right? So they go out and win a game when Paul George is shooting poorly, and he says, you know, I'm not James Harden. I don't have to. This is why a lot of people be on Paul George's head because he just makes very untimely comments. You feel me? He's talking about, I'm not James Harden. I don't need to shoot the ball to affect the game. All right, cool. Y'all won the game, so you can
2: say
1: that. Then the next game, you come out there and scrub it out. My bad. My bad. Go ahead. Go ahead. (laughs)
2: Bro, get it, get it out, bro. Get it out
1: <laughs> on me. Get it, get it, bro. it out, bro. Get it this out. This nigga said, "I need the crowd to be here." Are you fucking stupid, nigga? You know how much money they pay you. You don't need the crowd to be there. Kawhi don't got the crowd. Other niggas don't got the crowd out there, bro. So just hoop, nigga. So you're telling you, hoop, you so you're telling me you can't hoop? So you telling me you can't hoop in open gym? Talking about? You don't get off in open are you gym? You know, I you ain't mean, never been correct. Ain't no crowds. Ain't no- facts, like. <laughs> like, bro, like it, it, my bad, but it, I don't know, bro. Like, when he yeah, talk, yeah. it just get worse, bro. Just, yeah, I, I wasn't on. Just say you that. Like, like he, I wasn't on today. You know what I'm saying? On me. Like, you know, he he makes it worse for himself because stuff like, all right, so what
3: happened with Dame? You feel me? Like, you know, Dame missed two free throws, but all of a sudden Paul Jordan wants to start yapping at the mouth. And then this last game, he's like, I have to start making shots. Like, uh, yeah, nigga, we know you do. You feel me? Like, we not the, – the Clippers aren't paying you to go – shoot, he's the first player in NBA history to average, to have more than 10 attempts in a uh, playoff game for three straight games and shoot less than 25%. Or shoot, like, 21% on the field, bro. Bro, that that's not okay, you feel me? Like, I, you know, I'm not a Paul George hater, but this was my concern when he came here, like, you know, like – I read some articles earlier. They was talking about to Michael Green about Paul Jordan. He was just saying he's in his head. Like we're trying to convince him, you know, or tell him, you know, stay off socials, you know, stop listening to the outside media. Like all, it's all in his head. Cause it is, though. Yeah. Like he's not even taking bad shots. He's missing wide open looks right now. Like, you feel mm-hmm. me? I've been seeing him get some wide open looks, wide open, you know, crossover pull up. Missing it. Wide open three ball. You feel me? Missing mm-hmm. it. Like it's it really is in his head. And that just shows me, like, if you ever have to come and say, like, it's in your head, that means that you just don't have like a mental fortitude to, to lead a championship team. I've never heard one of the the greats say that. Like, I ain't never heard Bron say that. I ain't never heard KD say that. I ain't never heard Michael say that. I ain't never heard Kobe say "I'm in my." You ain't own never head. heard Kawhi say it, like, you know he don't talk. But exactly, don't, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Don't. Like the last person I heard say something like that was was uh. Kyle Laurie, when he said he had to go to the locker room and decompress, when LeBron swept the ass, you feel me? That's, those are the type of statements that Paul George is making yeah. right now, and that's weak as hell to me, bro. Like, go out there. If you have a bad game, just say you have a bad game. But get in the lab, make some shots, bro, and win this series, and we'll all forget about it. But you can't have two consecutive years, you feel me, six points. Last, you know, two years ago, he had six points in a closeout game. Go. against You, Joe
1: you, got, you got a me. rookie
3: dropping 45 on you right then last year you know you get game i'm not gonna say that was only his fault dame's a a great player but five games to to a team that only has one all-star and then this year you feel me you shooting historically bad like you know the playoff that that shit is a myth you feel me and it's looking like he like you said bro he he's a co-star at best and even then like it's like, are you a co-star, or are you man. just like a, a – like, What are you? Piece,
1: you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> what, what are you at this point, bro? Let us when know what you are. You're still, what are. you still – what do you you're like 24? It's probably 26 or something. Like, bro, like 24, bro. He was cooking this year. That is a, a regular season demon. Like, I don't, I don't know. Kyle, what's your thoughts on everything, man?
2: Man, I'm not about to – I mean, look, put like this. I've been a Paul George fan. I'm not going to switch up uh right now you know what i'm saying I am a fan mm-hmm. of his game. He's super talented, super skilled. But if there's one thing I could say to him, I would say Lions do not concern themselves with the opinion of sheep. And uh, I didn't like the fact how he came out on social media. You're supposed to be in the bubble. He came yeah. out on social media talking about um made a statement like yeah I don't, I don't give a
3: fuck what anybody think about. Anybody it. Like, like you sassy you know, as
2: hell boy. like, like dude <laughs> dude the fact that you came out on social media and saying that means that you do feel some type of way about it. Because yeah. if you were on social media or didn't hear the outside chatter, then you would have never made that statement. It's not a coincidence that you made that mm-hmm. statement. You know Sounds. what I mean? So, man, I was, I was if I was telling man, he needs to get in the lab. You know what I'm saying? If I was him, I'd be getting shots up till 4 a.m. every day. You know what I mean? Every night. no, always game hit. time. Yeah, till game time, man. Mm-hmm. So, uh, the only person who can rewrite write his story, his ship, is him. You know what I sure. mean? He needs to lock in. He he has, you know what I'm saying, I would think Doc, uh, they having to do like Kawhi next to him. Like, these are two, mm-hmm. you know I'm saying, proven champions, level-headed guys. Like, like you got your whole mob around you, man. Like, confide in your teammates, dude. Like, you yeah. like, get the outside world right now, lock in on what you got to do. Like, basketball is 50% mental, 50% physical.
0: Mm-hmm. And
2: aspect is, is lacking and you see what we see. So I would just tell him I I, I haven't completely put it up on him. I think, uh, like I said earlier, you can't tell him to stop shooting. You know what I yeah. mean? Ultimately, he is, he is that co-star. He is that co-star. You did get yeah. him bucks. He is known as a superstar in the league. So I would tell him he got. I mean, he got to fix it, man. He got to lock in and and, and know why he came back to LA to get a ring. And yeah. unless he steps up, then it ain't happening. So uh, I I don't think it's too late, uh, mm-hmm. but he definitely gonna have to change some things. Like Doc said, yeah. man,
3: you got to get up twenty plus shots. But you know, I would want him tonight to go out there. I want to see twenty plus shots, but I don't want to see him forcing it. You know, I want to see yeah, him still in like the <laughs> floor. But, but he like gotta he said, make gotta make those shots. You
2: feel me? He's been taking exactly. them, I told him to keep taking the same shots that he's been taking. Mm-hmm. Just make you know, them. Like, <laughs> it's, like it's not true. like knock in, you know what it is. Basketball is muscle memory, repetition.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Well see, this is why this 100%. is my argument with James Harden, though. You feel me? Like it's a very similar argument for him, Russ, Paul Jordan. I think it's kind of shown in the past few years, like. The best players step up their game in the playoffs, you feel me? And as much as good as somebody like James Harden is as a scorer in the regular season, 36 points per game. He hasn't even – you feel me? I don't even know if he's touched 36 points per game, a game in this series just yet no. against hey, LKP. Are hey, no. you know, we, we discussing Harden today? We won't – Yeah, we that- – we gonna get, get to right, him later. Yeah, we talking about, uh, but you know, I'm just grouping them all together because you really, yeah. you know, you can look at somebody like Luca. He's already stepped up his game in the playoffs. Donovan Mitchell at already 10, stepped on, up his man. game in the playoffs. Bron, as you can see, and AD, them dudes stepping up their game in the Tatum. playoffs. You feel me? Yeah, Jason Tatum. You feel me? Yo, Pascal, your Pascal's, your Fred Van Vliet, like they stepping up, bro. You feel me? So I look at the other guys, you know, that we look at as superstars, you know, MVP caliber. It's just like. Why aren't you better in the playoffs? Like, for me against for James Harden, like you should average forty in the playoffs. You average thirty six in the regular season. Go out there and average forty for somebody like Easy. Paul George. You should be averaging thirty, bro. There's nobody on that Dallas team that can guard you. Like, if I yeah. see Seth Curry as a six nine, nigga Easy. burner, I'm posting his ass Easy. up and I'm getting a layup. You feel me? Or I'm getting a turnaround. You feel me? Like I don't see key, that mentality though.
1: Yeah, and low key, that's what I was going like, bro you bigger than half these guys on the court, like, nigga, take mm-hmm. it to him. Like, if, even if your shot ain't on, just bully the – like, what Kawhi do? If Kawhi don't feel like shooting no jump shot, he about to take you to the cup, then he just going to spin off you, hit something, you feel me, so smooth, and mm-hmm. knock it down, bro. Just get the easy shots, bro. You know what I'm saying, And mm-hmm. Just get that to get you going. And it's just different. It's just crazy because last year Paul George probably had the best season of his career. You know what I'm saying? He was For averaging sure. twenty eight and ten rebounds and right. like four MVP assists. Game. Top three yes. MVP. Yeah, so wow. it's like, dude, like it, you can't tell me, like, granted, I know it's a new team, but shit, you were still only two years in on that situation. You know what I'm saying? So you can't tell me that it's just that much different. And you with a great player, a great team, great coaches. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Great front office, great owner. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing negative about where you at, bro. You just gotta bring it every game. It's but, all in here, man. It's, all in it.
3: it's literally all in his head because the situations around him are – I'm not going to say they're perfect, but they're yeah. they are pretty close to it. Like Russ pretty was okay with, with Paul it, like, George being a scorer, you feel me, for multiple years. He just couldn't get it done, you feel me. The Clippers yeah. aren't looking for him to be a 25-point-per-game scorer. He just can't get it done. They got the great front office, good coaches, good talent around them, good yeah. defense, you feel me. It, it literally has to be in his head. And that, that's the concerning part
1: for me. Yeah, facto, facto, man, and like I said, man, can he do it? Yeah, it's just a matter of will he do it, um, yeah. just to keep moving on, man. Um, we just gonna group all this together. Can can Denver turn the series around? Is Mike Malone on the hot seat if the Nuggets lose, man? Cot, what's your thoughts on what's going on with Denver, uh, the the Denver Utah series, and, and Mike Malone? Is, do you think he's on the hot seat?
2: Uh well with that as far as the Denver Utah series goes I, I will say that if you look at those matchups Utah was not a good match it's not a good matchup for Denver and I that that because Jokic had been performing so well that he he still was probably the best player on the court you yeah. um, and that was my reason why I picked them to win the series initially. But then, then I took a step back and started watching the series. And yes, although he's going to get his numbers, he has to work that much harder because Rudy Gobert is guarding You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Exactly. He's like the exact, he's like the kryptonite to a guy like Jokic. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's so good. He's like I said, he's going to get his numbers. But the fact that he has to work that much harder and, and mm-hmm. then guard, defend on the other end too, right. it, it, it's taking a toll on him, man. And uh, yeah. man, D Mitch, man. <laughs> Hey, we got really, hey, shout out D. Yeah. Mitch, man. We really yeah. got to start at uh, recognizing playoff D. Mitch. He's different. Yeah. that's young flash <laughs> right there, baby. So he he came out and, and like I said initially, I thought Joker's just the best player on the court. He came out and said, nah, I'm the best player on the court. You know what For I mean? Sure. So I feel like that's the biggest difference. It's been nailed by those close games, but yeah, ultimately, you know what I'm saying. We see who came out with those dubs and. Uh, I have to change my pick, man. I think, I think Utah—they—they right. they might close them out tonight in five. The way mm-hmm. it's how, how hard. So I saw after D-Mitch cashed that three and said, "I want this shit. I want yeah. that. Shit. Hey, that—that's when I knew. Yeah, he—he's different. Yeah. He, hes hes cut from that off. You know what I mean? So, right. yeah. um, as Mike Malone, man, I, I think he's a. I, I like his coaching style. I like the way he has Jokic playing. I, mm-hmm. I like I like a lot. I don't necessarily I don't think that he, he'll be done just yet. I think they'll give him another year at least. Uh, or I will personally. Um just because they are missing a couple key pieces, Will Barton. And you know, with these circumstances, it's different right now. You know what I'm saying? The bubble sure. up, it's a lot of things you gotta weigh into that and uh I feel like Mike Malone, he he's a he, he set a good culture out there, so I wouldn't give up on him just yet. They have a lot of young pieces, you know what I mean? And if you can keep those core guys together with uh, Jokic, Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr. is come, up and coming, um, I feel like they uh, shouldn't, uh, you know what I'm saying, abandon ship just yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's definitely going to start producing something soon, you know what I mean? Sure. But uh, I don't think he's gone just yet.
1: Yeah, uh, just to add on to it, man. Like I said, I don't think Mike Malone will be gone. Is is he on the hot seat? Yeah, the seat gets a little hotter. You know what I'm saying? It definitely gets a little hotter. But uh, like you, you coming off 2019 Coach of the Year, you know, so he's been able to do some good things out in Denver, especially with some young guys. And you know, Paul Paul Millsap. You know, he's pretty much probably the oldest guy that they have there. I don't know if Wilson. Sure. Chan- I don't think Wilson Chandler is still there, is he? He not on. He on the Nets. He yeah. So yeah, like he he's been able to do it with just really one vet and and some young guys, man. So I salute him for that. But yeah, like with this series, man, they get they got to turn it around. Or tonight it can be over with, man, because you and them boys ain't playing with them. You know, uh, I I'm not a fan of Rudy Gobert. I I actually hate Rudy Gobert. Um, <laughs> if you're listening, Rudy Gobert, f you. Um, <laughs> you know <what> I'm saying? <laughs> but I'm rocking Go Bear because he's a reason, part of the reason why we in the bubble now. But uh, <laughs> yeah, man, it's just, man, I don't know, but I just gotta turn it around. And you got guys like uh, Mitchell playing inspired because this isn't his first go round. And you got and these guys gotta recognize these young guys coming up playing in the West. These guys, uh. They they're heartless, bro. They're fearless. Mm-hmm. So we're looking at Luka now. Look at Luka next year. You know what I'm saying? It's so five years, bro. Yeah,
3: like <laughs> D Mitch
1: yeah, like, in five years, bro. These guys are gonna turn into savages, bro. And it and it's nothing nobody could do, no matter on the east or west, because they've been playing against this hard ball so long. And you gotta salute D Mitch because you gotta he's coming into a situation out in Utah to where okay it's Utah. Okay, we really not making really no real noise like that. And he made noise. You know what I'm saying? He got him to the playoffs. I don't think he missed the playoffs yet. I don't want to misspeak. I don't think he missed one. Such so, three straight uh, years. Yeah, so you gotta salute him, bro, you know. And I don't know. Just like I said with Doc Rivers, man, Mike Malone gotta make some adjustments, man. The pick and roll can't be killing you like that. I seen God Shack go bear down uh, I seen guys not let Mitchell get 57 or 40, bro. You could contain him to like 24 or 20 something, bro. Like it has right. to be some type of uh, a wall set up or something. Cause the, it's literally the same spot. You got Jokic falling all the way back to the paint and you yeah, got it right
2: there. That's
1: the real for a floater. Or if they crash in on Mitchell, you got go long, big ass. He could just lay wow. it up. With yeah. Like it's easy. So they, they gotta do something about that, man. And and uh man, salute to uh Michael Porter Jr., but also RIP you. because uh, nigga that that when he when uh Mitchell dropped that 57, nigga, Mike Malone knew instantly, yeah, getting him out. He can't guard that. Get him out the game, bro. It's yeah. getting ugly. But uh yeah, man, like like I just said, man, it, it just gotta be some adjustments that Mike Malone gotta make. And uh, just stop that pick and roll, bro. Like, those guys, I'm not going to say they aren't that, but you could contain those guys to the numbers that they average instead of letting mm-hmm. guys get 30, 57, 50. Like, come on, bro. This is the playoffs, bro. Lock down, you know? But, man. I think. uh I let me get think, some thoughts. Man. I agree with both of y'all, but
3: I think, Micah, you said a really good point. Like, Mike Malone is working with really young guys, you feel me? And Kyle brought it up too, like Denver's missing Will Barton and and, uh, Gary Harris, which I think are their two best perimeter defenders by far. You feel me? Jamal Murray's never been a plus defender. I look at Gary Harris and Will Barton as those dudes that would be the guys that would make it a lot more difficult for Donovan Mitchell to just be coming off these screens, Um, you know. But I just think, you know, relying on youth in the NBA is scary. Like I think we forget how young Jokic is too. You feel me? But, you know, it's a really bad matchup for them because of this pick-and-roll situation. Like, Jokic isn't really a good defender because, he's you know, he's really not light on his feet, not athletic. Rudy Gobert is the exact opposite. Rudy Gobert is really athletic. He plays above the rim. You know what I'm saying? And he's a very good screener and roller. Jokic, if you really watch the game, Jokic doesn't really do much rolling and popping because he's usually the guy they're setting the screen for. You feel me? Like, he handles the ball a lot. So it's kind of... Exactly. So it's cool to watch two contrasting styles, but I just don't think without uh, Harris and Barton that, you know, Denver has reliable enough athletes to deal with somebody as athletic and fast as D. Mitchell and Rudy Gobert mm-hmm. and, you know, somebody like Michael Conley is very quick too. You got somebody like Royce O'Neill, you feel me, very good athlete.
1: You got I mean, Jordan I mean, Clarkson. I mean, I 30.
3: <laughs> Facts. Like Once again, though, it's the small guards that are killing because they don't have anybody at that guard position that's quick enough to deal with them. Um, so I really – I don't think Mike Malone's on the hot seat just yet. Like you said, it's probably getting a little warmer. You got to give a – you know, he got young talent to develop. You got Bo Bo, who I think next season will be a lot bigger a contributor. You got yeah. Michael Porter Jr. who should be a bigger contributor. I think Jamal Murray, he should get way better in the next year or two because he's already gotten better, you feel me? He shoots the ball. It looks so beautiful when bro shoot the ball, you feel me? Like, yeah. he needs to take more shots. He should probably be like a 25-point-per-game scorer by, mm-hmm. all, by the time it's all said and done. But with that being said, I have to uh, admit that my pick was wrong, you feel me? I don't think Denver is going to push this series. You know, I'd be very surprised if they win this game tonight. But yeah. I do not see them winning the series at all. Coming back down from 3-1, I don't see them with any players that have that type of we're going to win three games in a row type uh, yeah. package in that game, you feel me? So I think that Utah is going to go out there and win it tonight. I, I see Donovan Mitchell trying to end it tonight.
1: Yeah, I, I expect a big one from for him tonight too as well. But you, you bring up somebody that was good, and I was, I'm going to say this before we get on to the next topic, but, uh, man, Clarkson, bro. You you, mm-hmm. you got to contain the guys that aren't the guy, bro. Exactly. Like, you can't let George Carson, Carson go for 30. Bro, that's, he un, that's unacceptable, get 30, bro. 24 nine. He, like, he shouldn't get 20. Like, 15 is 15. good. Is, that's
3: enough.
1: You should mm-hmm. cap out at 15, bro. Like, come on, bro. Like, you can't let guys like that just go because once they're on, they're on and they believe. Right. You feel mm-hmm. me? And once, mm-hmm. once, once you give a nigga like that uh, uh, the power to believe in themselves, you know, it's over with <laughs> every right. shot looks good and they're going to make every shot. Nigga. Like, so that, that was my one thing I just wanted to comment on, but just to keep going, man, this one going to hurt, but uh, we're going to talk about the lottery and the surprise. pick <laughs> of course we're gonna just, just get into what the Knicks need to do to, uh, I don't even know if it's rebuilt the organization, but I don't know. Just to do something to the organization. We're going to talk about that, man. Cot, let me get your, your uh, thoughts from the draft, the lottery uh, draft selection. And were there any good uh, surprise picks that stood out to you? And were there just some bad just picks that uh, that just stood out?
2: Um, well, I, I want to start off by saying the rich get richer. Going to state, getting that number two pick, man. Mm-hmm. Uh like they every it's literally golden out there, you know what I mean? <laughs> literally, bro, yeah. like, they got something in their water, man. But uh, uh, all, uh, all around, I think that uh, it was a very interesting uh, selection, you know what I mean? I was surprised that New York got that number eight pick, mm-hmm. it, it's tough, it's definitely tough. I feel for all Knicks fans, it's it's, it's hard, but I will say that with, with good. Guys at the top, good leadership. I, I know the Knicks. Then, then they all just hire a new uh, president. Yeah, uh, yeah So yeah. you know what I mean. They did make a couple. You know, they're trying to make some changes in, within the organization, but
1: you know, over all that. Yeah,
2: yeah. With a uh, good scouting, I feel like you could still grab a, a solid pick at that number eight spot. It's not horrible. You know For what sure. I mean? Wizards, we got uh, uh, Hachi Moore at number nine last year, and mm-hmm. he's. On a, uh, I think he's gonna be all, first team all rookie. You know what I mean. So, yeah. uh, I think this this draft is it's a couple. I wouldn't say it's one solid. Well, the one solidified guy for me is Anthony Edwards, but for sure as the top three, I feel like it's you know it's it's, it's up in the air with yeah. you know, how they're going to pan out. So I feel like the Knicks can still grab some talent at that number eight spot. But all in all, uh, I think uh, if you're talking about to start with the Timberwolves. I think that they got to take Just that sure. Anthony Edwards pick for sure. Um, that could be a franchise changer with him, D and Cat. Man, that could be a, a three to big three to is, to be reckoned that's with. You know, man, so. sure. But, um, all in all, I feel like uh, it was an interesting draft lottery. Uh, yeah, but, hey, man, that's it, the it's the it, odds, it's the lottery. It's out of chip four. See, I look,
3: at, uh, I look at this one as it's an interesting draft in general besides the draft lottery because, you know, we didn't get to see the top three prospects play a lot this year. You feel me? Anthony Edwards went to Georgia, really not a big-time program. You know, not a lot of people had eyes on him. Obviously, you know, if you're a hoop head, you, you know how he plays and how good he is. But, you know, James Wiseman didn't play much. Uh, he only played a few games. LaMelo didn't even play in college. You know, and usually around like March, April, you kind of get to see who rounds out the top 10 because you got the tournament this year. It's a lack of tournament. So it's really going to be on the scouts to get it done. You feel me like if you're the Knicks, you could find a gym You feel me like Donovan Mitchell was the 13th pick a few years ago. You know what I'm saying? You can find a gym. You can find somebody who's good. But I'll just read off the lottery right now. So you got Minnesota, number one, Golden State, Charlotte, Chicago, Cleveland, Atlanta. Detroit, New York, Washington, and Phoenix. So if yeah. I was New York, I'd maybe try to put a package together, try to go uh, maybe move up in the draft, maybe get that number five pick. You never know. It could be somebody like Obi Toppin still there. You mm-hmm. could maybe get somebody like uh, Tyrese Halliburton from Iowa, who's a pretty mm-hmm. good point guard or something like that. But uh, like Kott said, if I'm Minnesota, it's a no-brainer. you got to get a really good athlete in there with Kat and d because neither of them are like free athletes. Kat's really good, really skilled. But Anthony Edwards is a freak, man. Yeah, like a freak of nature. He's like six four, but he built like a bull. You feel me? And he can score. Mm-hmm. He got a dribble package. Like he he gives a real deal. But I think Golden State's pick is very interesting because you can obviously trade it. Like Bob Myers, he's a good GM. You got to mm-hmm. explore trading it, see what you can get. But if I'm him, I'm just <clears> drafting. <throat> I'm drafting uh James Wiseman. You get a big for the future. You get him on a rookie scale deal because Draymond's making a hundred million. Clay just got re Steph just got a max contract. So I don't mm-hmm. see them trading for somebody else who's above like a minimum level salary player. So I yeah. go get a big because they've won with different bigs before. Like, shit, they won with Bogut. They won with Zaza Pachulia. Like, they've won with Javel McGee. Like, they're not a team that revolves around their big man. They just need them to play hard, set screens, rebound. You feel me? Anything else that they give them is a plus. You feel me? And, and Wiseman's a shot blocker. So you get that interior defense that you lose with KD. Basically mm-hmm. another seven footer, and you replace that. But you know, man, I I feel bad for New York. I'm gonna say yeah. that, but I yeah. can't because they've drafted really poorly. Also, you know, R.J. Barrett was a, I'm not gonna say he'd be a superstar. He was a no brainer pick. You you had to take yeah. him at three last year. But you know, yeah. they gotta they gotta scout better, bro. And bro, if they see. get a pick, they gotta retain them. Like they got Kristaps, but they couldn't retain him just because the culture yeah. of their franchise. You feel me? Like see, things see gotta that. change.
1: Now you' about to get let me get into that mode, cause yep. you know what I'm saying. <sighs> I don't know what we need to do, because like you said, this, this playoffs has been very bittersweet. Mm-hmm. I'm watching the guys we drafted mm-hmm. ball like nigga Par- Porzingis, the game he hard Hardaway. Hardaway Jr. balled. like the guy. Like, come on, bro. Like, what? Like, what are we doing? Then you got like. We okay. We we let go of Przingis with the with the uh, number four pick. We, we did. Yeah, we we missed on LeBron. We missed on KD. We missed on Kyrie. We missed on everything. Zion. We could keep going. We got bad coaches. We got Phil Jackson robbing is blind. We had uh, what's the young black coach that was there? Fizzdale, He was there for half a season. We don't know what Kevin Knox is. Uh, yeah. we still don't know what RJ Barrett is. Uh. Right. I don't know, bro. Like, we we just can't keep doing this. Then we get a subpar pick. But as, like, from the league, I understand it because I don't believe that the lottery is done and, in, and in, in, you know, in, uh and in, I guess good standing and morally right. I feel like the mm-hmm. league comes together, all right, they need the number one pick, they need this pick, they need that pick. And, you know, just do it like that because you're not going to tell me they do the lottery behind closed doors, and there's machines and stuff. No, that shit is no, that's cap. Let's not do that, <laughs> but I feel them just for the same reasons when we get back to when I talked about uh Philadelphia earlier. We can't reward the we can't reward these teams for for trying to bet on the draft and being scrubbed out every year. We can't reward them for that, so it's time, you know what I'm saying it's time to change. And shit, it, you know what I'm saying? It, it's changing at the at the, at the the hurt of me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm All the right. one who's affected by this. You know what I'm saying? We, we, I, unfortunately, we're not going to probably win 20 games next year again. You know, so it's just, it's just what's going on. So I don't know, man. It, it'll it be interesting to see what happens. I don't expect too much of anything to happen because right now, as I look at the mock draft, they trying to get a foreigner from Israel Denny, uh, the point guard. Denny, Denny yeah, they're
3: hot. They're high on that
1: guy. They're high on that
3: guy. I mean, he, you know, if anything, a dude like Luca has showed his playing professionally overseas can be of uh worth. But I think for y'all, man, the biggest issue is that y'all just don't develop players. A model for success should be somewhere like Miami. Which which is crazy because Pat Riley was with the Knicks first and he had that culture of making guys that weren't as good. But look better than what they were, mm-hmm. I and mean, that's exactly what Miami does. Do I think Duncan Robinson is that good? No, but I do think that he's in the perfect position for him. This sets they got dudes like Chris Silva, somebody like Kendrick Nunn, undrafted rookie who's balling because he's for that. You know, he worked hard Tyler. and he gets rewarded for that opportunity. Tyler. Like Tyler Hero, he's good, but do I think he's like super elite? No, I, I in the grand scheme of things, I don't like he's a good player, but I think they maximize their talent. And if you're the Knicks, yeah. you gotta maximize RJ Barrett. You gotta maximize Kevin Knox. You gotta shit. They let go of Alonzo Trier who was undrafted yeah. and a baller for them. Like those are those are the type of mistakes that a good franchise doesn't make. You feel me? You got Mitchell yeah. Robinson who who should develop into a, shit a Jared Allen. I, I like Jared Allen. I think I think Jared Allen's a, a solid shot blocker, good rebounder, yeah. good, good screener. Like if nothing else, Mitchell Robinson should be something like that. You know, RJ Barrett yeah. can be a
2: go ahead, Cott. I was just going to chime in real quick. Uh, Mitchell Robinson he reminds me of like a DeAndre Jordan. You know what For I mean? Sure. Athletic, seven foot, can run the floor. You know what I'm saying? Dunk, mm-hmm. Dunker, rebound, a block shot. So, it, I yeah. mean, definitely a young young talent. Yeah, go they
3: got on. it there. They just got to develop, man. Like, your players shouldn't leave your situation and get better instantly. You feel me? Like, Every I don't think that should happen. Or, maybe maybe like, after a few years and if they're a young player, but like, Young players shouldn't get that much better when they leave. Like, y'all even had Trey Burke. And Trey Burke, for some odd reason, is hooping because they got Rick Carlisle. They got good players around them, good organization that, you know, that they feel cares.
1: When you got an owner that the players feel don't care, I mean, that's going to translate to everything you do. Yeah. And just lastly, man, like you said, I I think, I don't know, the the Warriors are playing with house money, man. We don't know what they're going to do with that. With that number two pick. They may go grab somebody just in free agency and trade for them, or they may get wise, man. Man, I don't know. Or shit, I don't know. Or Edwards. You never know. They got the best, it, they got the best thing. They got the man. best position
3: in basketball right now.
1: Yeah. Facto, facto, man. But just to keep rolling, we only got a couple more, man. Um, man, the I, I need to get y'all thoughts on just the heat sweeping the paces. We just talked about them a little well, Nate, you talked about them a little bit. I started off. I keep it quick. Um, I didn't really expect the Pacers to do too much. I the most I had it going was I think I said five or or six maybe. I don't know. I may be capping. I may have a six. I think you, said, I think
3: you said five or six. I I think I said six, but I'm pretty sure you sure. said either
1: five or six. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I once I once I seen it just all play out. Like I'm like, ah, right, it didn't make sense. Like Jimmy. He just playing with that chip on his edge. He he know he could do to TJ Warren. Then you got like you said, you got other guys. They their team is just built the right way. It almost reminds me mm-hmm. of like Toronto. Or, you know what I'm saying in a in a sort of a way. Because of course mm-hmm. you got Jimmy Butler and he's just not an average player. He's an all star as well as Kyle Lowry. But you got other guys. You know like yeah, yeah on the bio that that fit in that role. You know what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. uh, you got Duncan Robinson who has. Probably the green, he, his light, well, it ain't as green as Curry, but it's damn near right there with Curry and Clay. Oh. Lester, this nigga shoot everything. <laughs> he nigga, everything. Uh, then you got Hero coming off the bench. Even with Andre Iguodala, he had a couple, like, solid dunks in the game. I seen saying, and it was like, man, that's just a good vet to have there for them with Jake playoff Crowder experience. Too. Yeah, like with playoff experience, and he went deep in the playoffs, and he won it. So you got guys like that that you know that's in their back pocket that they could use at any time. So uh, I don't know. I think the Heat are in a good position. They will have the Bucks next, I believe. And- yeah, they'll
3: play
1: the Bucks next. That's a six. That's a six or seven game series. I'm taking <laughs> seven, <right> <laughs> seven right now. Yeah, I want to make a hot take. Yeah, take it. Make a hot take. Yeah. Hot. You got it. Miami Heat will beat the Milwaukee Bucks. Hey man, I ain't mad at you, cause I don't I don't believe in them guys. Bro. I'm sorry. Yeah, no nobody believe in the Bucks yet. Hot take: but Miami got. I'm gonna New say York. we gonna, we, gonna, we gonna a, take it down.
3: I'm gonna mm-hmm. say this, man. I'm uh, I wasn't that impressed by what they did against the Pacers. Like the Pacers, yeah. like you know, I I've always looked at the Pacers as a middle of the pack team. I thought they would get maybe one or two wins, but then like mm-hmm. in retrospect, I look back at the matchup they missing their best player. Like, you know, I had a, this discussion with my friend the other day. Like, Victor's a good player right now, but he's not Victor of 2018. You feel me? DeMontis Shabonis is by far, like, their best player, their leader. He averaged five assists this year as a big man with 12 rebounds and 18 points. That's a big chunk that you're going to miss. You feel me? So, like, what Miami did show me, though, they're very versatile. They play hard. You know, because when you sweep somebody, that means you handle business. So like yes. I can't say they didn't impress me because they had they went out there and they handled business. They didn't fuck around like the mm-hmm. Bucks. They should have swept Orlando, but it happens. You feel me? Mm-hmm. It does. Like last year, Toronto lost, but you know they wasn't fucking around. The next series, you feel me? Yeah. But the reason I say I'm not necessarily big on Miami is just because I think they can beat the Bucks, though. I'll say that I'm not predicting them to beat the Bucks, but I I, I wouldn't be surprised if they do because mm-hmm. they match up well. They have long, versatile defenders, like we mentioned, Iggy. Jay Crowder, Bam Adebayo is a good defender for Giannis, you feel me? You got Goran Dragic, you got Kendrick Nunn, you got some guys there. But mm-hmm. I don't see them, like, I wouldn't want to see Miami get to the finals because I think if the Lakers or Clippers get to the finals, they're going to sweep them or it's going to be a gentleman sweep, you feel me? Like, yeah. I don't see no superstar talent from them. I also think they rely on a lot of young guys. Like, you know, Tyler's good, Duncan's good, Bam, are, they're good players. But you know, they're still very, very young. This really like they first go around. And I don't mm-hmm. I don't personally believe in Jimmy Butler. I I'll say that right now. You feel me? I think yeah. I think Jimmy is a is a all star. Um, but you know, he he's a dog, he got that dog mentality, but I don't look at him as somebody
1: that's gonna take that team to the championship. Mm-hmm. I feel it. Cott you got anything else on this one?
2: Uh Yeah, my um as far as the Indiana-Miami series went, uh, I was a little shocked that they swept the Pacers. Even mm-hmm. you know, the mm-hmm. Pacers, uh, without some bonus right now, I think that they have enough talent over there where I thought they would at least get one or two wins. You know what I mean? Like, Vic yeah. got 100, but he's healthy. I feel like the biggest mm-hmm. reason why they didn't get one is T.J. Warren. Hey, mm-hmm. T.J., where'd you go, bro? Like, playoffs, and then you back. just went back to one old TJ Warren that nobody heard about. So yeah. I feel like that was the biggest, that was a key factor right there. They they really could have used his scoring load. Um, mm-hmm. But like I said, I, I really like this Miami team, man. I feel like they mm-hmm. have the perfect uh counter counter to your point, They I, I actually feel like they have the perfect mix between veterans uh, and youth. You know what I mean? And then mm-hmm. combining that with their system, uh, I feel like they're, they're rolling right now, man. I feel mm-hmm. like we have them Props too, for sweeping a team for like Indiana, because for sure uh, it wasn't no that's not no easy feat, you know what I mean Indiana, they're a tough, you know what I'm saying prideful team themselves uh mm-hmm. so uh, I feel like that just speaks as a testament to how well Miami's playing right now.
3: Uh, that's why I said I, I was I was impressed that they swept because they handle biz like I like I mentioned, you feel me like sweeping even the Lakers didn't sweep you feel me they pretty much it's going to be a gentleman sweep dames not playing next game already. Um, you know, so the Lakers, they didn't go out there and handle biz. So my hat is off to Miami. I just think it, it is a superstar driven league. Like, you know, Toronto last year, like, Kawhi is a legit superstar, you feel me? And you got uh, somebody like Pascal kind of ascending to that point. You got really good guards and Fred and Kyle. But I also don't think that the Raptors will win the title this year because I look at the NBA as, like, the superstar. It really does come down to superstars, you feel me? Like, I think the last team that didn't have a superstar. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The last team that didn't have a superstar the Pistons, though. The Spurs got a superstar, you feel me? Because Timmy and – though. T- those those superstars they was on the decline. I, I I'd agree with that. But you know those dudes yeah. were still superstars. And like Tim was like forty, averaging like sixteen and twelve. You feel me? Like yeah. that's 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 good production. You feel me? I, you're yeah, right yeah. though. Like the last team that did it was the Pistons. But I think now like if they run into, I'm gonna just keep saying the Lakers and the Clippers because I've seen what they did against them in the regular season. The, yeah, those are terrible yeah. matchups. The, yeah. those, those are really bad matchups for for them.
1: Yeah, but they could get I, there. I think they could – it's just the, the the strength in the West and the East, bro. Like, in the East, like, how these teams are losing games in the West is different from when teams like the Bucks lose, like, drop one, the first one to Magic because it's like, all right, in the West – it lets you know that, all right, everybody 1-8 through eight is everything that you think that is not a night off, bro. Because if you come out here thinking it's a night off, you're going to be down 3-1. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Where in the East, it could go – you know what I'm saying? It could go – you could come lose the first two games and run off the next four just because y'all was just off the first two games. But it, like it, like y'all said, it will be interesting to see what happened. I, I think the um, the Heat will definitely – get a buck some some problems you know what I'm saying I, I think it'll for show sure go sure. 7 probably 6 or 7 I I wouldn't go to I wouldn't say 5 I don't think they're a gentleman sweeping but probably 6 or 7 man but just to uh get into this other one man real quickly the Lakers finally catching their stride Bro, I want to get y'all's thoughts about the Lakers um finally just catching on and uh do you think they'll be able to uh keep this going during the season I started off I don't know. I just, I just think it was time. Like, you know, Caldwell Pope, you gotta step up. Danny Green, it was like, come on, bro. Like, what y'all gonna like? Y'all gotta do something. Then with AD as well, as like, man, it shouldn't for me. It shouldn't take LeBron to turn you on, bro. You should be, you nah. should be on already, bro. This is the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? These aren't no slouches. You seen what happened Game One? These aren't slouches, bro. So you just gotta turn it on when it's time to turn it when. Not even when it's time to turn it on. Just have it on automatically, bro. Just don't mm-hmm. turn it off. You hear I me? Mean? So, Never. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens this next series because they're gonna run into a team. Maybe it is the 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 Rockets. If it's the Rockets, then it's kind of like almost without the without all the big men, but you you still got powerful guards. You know, so it'll be interesting to see how they deal with that. And I don't know, man. I, I feel like they could keep it going. I feel like LeBron is, you know, tapped into that playoff mode. And even with him, uh, that one game that they blew him out, and he had ten, seven, and six. The one thing I can say, and I tweeted it out: stop stat padding. Get out the game, bro. It's mm-hmm. four minutes left, fourth quarter, and y'all <laughs> up by thirty, bro. You just you just finished the game, ten, seven, and six, bro. You don't need to go mm-hmm. out here and get thirty in, a, in four minutes, bro. Just finish it, bro. Hell, bro. But, uh, yeah, but that was the only thing I can say. But other than that, I think they, they, uh, they're uh in a good position to to make a run at it, you know. So, they just got to keep moving forward and take it game by game, man, and don't uh underestimate their opponents, man. So, Nate, what's your thoughts on that?
3: Shit, I'm glad you actually brought up the game that LeBron had 10 points and they blew them out because I watched last night's game, cause, and it was the adverse. LeBron was yeah. dominant. So, yeah. like, seeing those two things for the Lakers – I think they've seen themselves be dominant and I think sometimes that's all it takes for a good team like mm-hmm. they need to show themselves like we can go out there and dominate you feel me and like you know I don't I didn't want to see the Blazers get done like this but at the end yeah. of the day like I knew the Lakers were gonna win this series I think everybody did I think everybody was just wishful thinking after game one and yeah. the Lakers once they saw themselves become dominant everybody's confidence is rolling like yesterday I was watching AD put moves on a white side and Nurkish. I was like, damn, you feel me? Ew. Like, that's what you need to do against every big, you feel me? And those are the type of film moments that a coach is just like, all right, AD, that's what we needed to do all the time. Run the floor, get back, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And they was, they was firing on all cylinders yesterday. I don't expect that to happen every time. But I think mm-hmm. whoever they run into next round will be an easier matchup than the Clippers have. Because I one? think the Clippers, if they run into uh, Denver, I mean, uh, Utah. That's a pretty tough matchup,
1: but I look I ain't at they—they may—they may sweep Utah, bro. I can see it because <laughs> the thing not about to be playing with niggas, bro. Because he know, I feel like he know when it's getting close to that conference finals. Mm-hmm. All right, I need, I need this rest. You feel me? So let me go I'll ahead the and Lakers. get these boys out of here. You feel me? I see
3: the Lakers either sweeping next round or gentlemen sweeping because I've seen them play OKC okay, this year without LeBron and both without AD, and they beat them both times, you feel me? I don't right. see them having the size or the the versatility to keep up with them. And the same for the Rockets. like Teams that rely on the three, like it's cool, but people just act like the Warriors, you feel me? When they was winning the chips, people just like to bring up, oh, the Warriors were a three-point shooting team. like They didn't rely well, on the
2: three. They, they were just –
3: yeah, and they were just good at the three-pointer. They didn't rely on it, you feel me? They just and haven't had it. snipers. I don't think yeah. the Rockets have a sniper at all.
1: And the thing is with that, with the Warriors, they were running a totally different offense from what the Rockets are running. The Rockets, mm-hmm. they, they're they trying to play the, the small ball and, and just everyone I'm shoot sure. three uh, thing. And that's not working because – The Warriors, they actually move around. If you act like Mm -hmm. everybody noticed, look at Curry during the game. Look at Clay during the game. Look at these guys during the game. They move around. It's it's free flowing. You feel me? Mm -hmm. So whoever opening, maybe they maybe they do got an open look at a three. Well, you shoot it, but if you don't, shit, they got other like they pick and roll. Like they just don't depend on. All right, fuck it. Let's think if the three ain't falling, then we assed out. Like hell, no. You feel me? So, but no. If I'm the Lakers
3: next round, man, I'm starting off every single game with a post-up to AD, you feel me? Because there's nobody on that team that can guard him. I'm spreading the floor. I may not even start JaVale just because, just for the sake of matchups, you feel me? I'll probably go ahead and start somebody like Marquise or Kuz, probably keep, yeah. you know, keep Kuz off the bench, get some scoring punch. But if I'm the Lakers, bro, I'm literally going in. I'm, I'm going to try to take their will out of them just by, you know, old school basketball. I think it still works when done effective, when you had a pieces like P.J. Tucker on Anthony Davis. Come on, man. A.D. Uh, should have a field day. If he's just not, you know, if he's he's out there trying to dominate, he should have a field day every single game.
1: It'll have to be covenant on A.D. because if they start Morris, then it'll have to be Morris on on, uh, P.J. And P.J. had to stick Morris. But no, Kyle, let me get your uh, thoughts on this, man.
2: Um, Personally, I feel like that that for that game one loss to Portland for the Lakers was just a wake-up call. You know, you yeah. get punched in the mouth to realize that uh, even though we are probably top two most talented teams in the league, that don't mean nobody's backing down from us. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I feel like that was a wake-up call for them. And to be honest, man, they're playing like I expected them to play. Uh, mm-hmm. The thing with me where well, I've never been a huge LeBron fan, even though I give them his props as an all-time great, uh he's never been that killer for me you know what i mean like he he yeah. had definitely bought it out but it's taken him to get you know what i'm saying punched in the mouth blue uh to you know what i'm saying to get criticized yeah. in order to be that that i'm 69 two, with a 50 inch vert. i'm gonna go down here i'm gonna dunk i'm gonna score every single time i'm gonna dominate i'm gonna yeah. be the physical specimen that i am you know what i mean so i feel like that's part of it um AD, same thing with him, man. Same exact thing. He came out and just dominated. Like, y'all, y'all can't stick me. Y'all straight up can't check me. And I feel like when your best players do that, it, it makes the role players play even harder because they want to play up to that level. You know what I mean? It's like it, it just energizes the entire team. And I feel like that's what we're witnessing right now. Is just you know, um, they, hitting their, they, they, they for sure hit their stride. Um, now it's just can they keep it up? Yeah uh, like uh they just got to keep keep uh, maintaining that same you know what I'm saying focus and, and mentality throughout and if they can do that then they'll go far but that's that's still you know going to hit me. on
3: 1. Point you said real quick yeah yeah before we move on, you had a good point. Like, when your two best players or your best player goes out there and plays like, you feel me, nobody can check me, it breathes life into the rest of the team. And that's why Dallas is playing so good, I think, because they got their best player who knows he's the shit, you feel me, and plays yeah. like he's the shit, you feel me? Like, he never goes out there. You don't think that Luca? you know, I don't think I've ever seen a game where Luca looks like he's like, all right, this nigga better than me. Like, nah, you yeah. feel me? Every single game, he thinks he's the best player, and that brings confidence to your team. It makes dudes want to hit shots because, like, all right, I see here on this level, you feel me? I need to step my yeah. shit up. And I think that's any, what Ron any and A.D. just did for KCP and Danny Green. Man.
1: Any young boy in it, too. Like, he that's a young boy, that's you feel 20. me? That nigga's 21. But just to keep it moving on, man, we got two more topics real quick, man. <sighs> Let's get into this current top five, man. Because, And I know this may be very controversial, but I don't give a damn. Um, I'm going to start it off, man. LeBron, damn, I got to redo it. Yeah, LeBron, I'm going to go LeBron one. I'm going to go Kawhi two. I'm going AD three, Luka four, and Dame five, bro. Harden is not in my top five. I got Luka and Dame over him. I got Kawhi over him. I got AD over him. And I don't think it's like, I mean, I feel like, I guess it's our preference, but you can't, I feel like it'll be hard for guys to name me five players better than, than Luca, you know, it, it may be different when you add KD into the effect, but you know, it, mm-hmm. I, I don't know, bro. Like he's having a lights out year, uh, 30, averaging 30, 10 and 10, bro. I had him at the, um, right before the, uh, be right before the pandemic. I said, he, I think Nate you were wrong too. I'm like, man, he, he may be my vote for the MVP. Like, well, LeBron's doing all that. Mm-hmm. That's cool. But we just don't see guys come through, get 30, 10, and 10. You know what I'm saying? And he's doing it nightly. Like, there's mm-hmm. no off. off. This is who he is. And he could get this 30, 10, and 10 rolling out the bed any night. And I feel like he could get it on any team, bro. Like, he's doing it mm-hmm. against the best nice. defensive team in the league right now. And he's like, it's no holding back, uh, especially one of the best uh I, I say uh one through four defensive teams. You know what I'm saying? Like they have great size great mm-hmm. size, and great uh guys who could defend for what it's worth Paul George, he still is a good two-way player, you know, uh Kawhi. We don't even need to speak on that. You know, so we, we know what he is. Mm-hmm. So um and he's doing it on them. So I, I feel like it, it's gonna be hard to pretty much name some guys who are uh five guys that are better than him. Kyle, let me get your top five, your current top five. All right.
2: In order, I'm going that one. I'm going Greek Freak.
1: Yeah. Greek freak
2: at one. I'm going to go Bron James at two. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. You said
1: one Greek Freak? Greek Freak at one for me, man. I don't I, even I, got him in my top five. I'm a, yeah. I don't yeah. believe in him. Keep going. Greek Freak at one. I'm
2: going yeah. At two. Wild Leonard at three. Dame Lillard And Luka Doncic. That's my mm-hmm. top. Right now, currently, the reason I'm gonna go is just because of although I I wouldn't say that the Bucks' current struggles are on him. Uh, Mm -hmm. like he had he's putting up his numbers, he's dominant. I feel like he's he's honestly the most unstoppable player in the game right now. It's really Mm -hmm. nothing to do, uh, to guard him downhill. Not me personally, like you all up, he goes over top of you, like that. this he's finding the teammates, right? I feel like right now with that Bucks team is just on his supporting cash. Uh, yeah. at the end, I got Miami beating him and I'm not coming out the east, but um, yeah, man, that's my current top five. I feel like, like you said, you got to throw Luca in there, even though he's 20 yeah. years old. Uh, I feel like with him right now, it's just like he's top five, somebody got to get
1: out. That's what yeah, it's that's five. just that's make, just what it is, bro. Make, bro. And I'm my bad, Ooh, I'm gonna add. That's above Luca. So I'm, I'm kind of tweaked out with my list. I'm going to add him above Luca okay. for the time being. But hey. But, um,
2: okay. I like, anybody, like with Bame Little, like, yeah. Bam, like, I feel like this, with with everything, if you factor in everything between his situation, uh, him being the, the heart and soul of that franchise, yeah. uh, a true leader, you mm-hmm. know. And him just giving it it his all, man. I feel like you got to throw him in that top five. Uh, And then the way he's balling, man, you know what I mean? Putting up 50 balls. Like, he's he's different. So that's my
1: current top five right now. Facto, facto. Nate, let me get your top five before we go on to this last topic, man.
3: I'm going to do top five in the playoffs right now. Okay. I'm going to go. I'm a, I mean, it could be out of order. You could switch the top five up a little bit, but I'll probably go Bron number one, you feel me? Okay. Uh, I'll probably go Giannis number two. That can be switched, you feel me? I wouldn't really have a debate about that, you feel me? I'd probably go Luka number three right now.
1: Mm-hmm. Right now,
3: based off what I've seen from him and everybody else in the playoff, mm-hmm. I'll probably go Luka number three. I mean, I kind of, all right, fuck it. I'll, I'll, I'll put AD in there, you feel me? He gave you 26-10 and one of the best players, uh defenders in the league, you feel me, like defensive player of the year, but also could have been in that MVP conversation, you know, mm-hmm. one of the best players, one of the best defenses in the league. I probably put AD there at number four. In my last slot, I know I just talked a lot of shit about him, but I'm going to have to say Jay Harden, man. Like, I, I love everything the day. has I- been- Oh, shit. Trippin, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. All right, all, right, all, right, all right, my bad. All right, I got to go back. Bron, Giannis, Kawhi, Luka, and then maybe it's either AD or Jay Harden was sneaking that uh, top five for me. I, I completely right. forgot Kawhi. My fault, my fault. I don't okay. have no list in front of me. Well. But Kawhi's definitely in there. <laughs> yeah. And, and the reason I give the nod to Jay Harden is because, you know, all that being said, you know, he struggles sometimes. I don't like the way he plays. I don't think anybody does, but nobody can stop it. You feel me? Like, Z- Dame has had an incredible run in the bubble. He's had an incredible run the past, like, probably 20 games of the season, maybe 30 games of the season. And, I mean, Ed Harden has been averaging 36 on the entire year. Like, that means you can consistently go out there and score 36 on niggas' heads every single day, along with eight assists, along with seven rebounds. You feel me? And they started playing really well with, and that's with another MVP on his team. You feel me? So he carries a lot, like a big load, but he also, you know, he's really not too much nonsense either. You don't really see him on social media or anything like that. I don't even think bro has social. Uh, so, you know, I respect him. He may not be my favorite player to watch. However, he's, you know, if you can go out there and if people have to change the rules of the game for you, then yeah. I think that makes a huge difference. Like they've literally changed the whole, whole foul thing. Like I'm, not a James Harden, but try to stop everybody else from doing it, you know. So I think that uh, I'd have to give him a 5'9". I love Dame, love what he brings to the table. However, I'm not even sure if he's just the best of his position. This year he would be by far. But, you know, in general, I'm not even sure if he's the best of his position uh, when Steph is healthy.
1: Whew. I feel it. Uh, I feel it. I, I ain't You ain't wrong. I feel it. I ain't mad at you. But just to get into this last one, man, before we get out of here and catch these good games, man. OKC versus Houston, man. I need to get y'all thoughts on the series, man. What's been going on? Uh, adjustments. Do, do y'all think, what's you know what I'm saying, are you going to change y'all pick or what y'all got? But me, I think I still, I'm going to still ride with Houston, but it's going to go seven, bro. OKC going to fight with them boys for real. And I, I like what OKC doing. Um, a game they could have came out and easily lost. They, you know, they they stood up and won it, and I salute them for that. But I, I just feel like Houston just got the talent, bro. You know, and really, I don't really want to see any of them play LeBron or the Lakers. But I, I would, I would go with Houston, man, just because they 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 just have the talent. And of course, OKC, okay, like I said, they they a dog. Don't get me wrong, but I I just think that'll go seven. Um, I don't know. I, I expect guys like Harden to step it up a little bit more. Um, whenever Russ will get back, hopefully he'll be back in the second round. Because if it if not, then they the Lakers will definitely sweep Houston. Yeah, get them get them brooms out. Yeah, you know. So I don't know. It'd be interesting to see what happened, man. But I got Houston in seven, bro. It's gonna it's gonna be a tough one. And even with this pick, I'm not gonna say it's a hundred percent because shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> OKC okay, may get them in seven, nigga. You you never know, but I, I just like uh how OKC is playing. But I just think Houston just has the talent to uh, overcome them. So, um, uh, man, let me get y'all thoughts on this. I will go with Cot, so you can finish this off, Nate.
2: Man, um, it's definitely been a, a very intriguing series. Uh, everything I expected, personally gritty. Really, uh, I feel like um both teams has strengths. It's pros and cons. Both sides, both teams. You know what I'm saying? is Houston has the quickness and, and and I will say overall skill. Uh, yeah. But but, but OKC okay, they have that leadership and Chris Paul and, and they have style. So yeah. um, I will say that I'm going to stick with what I said a couple shows ago mm-hmm. that. It, if Russell Westbrook does not come back in this series, OKC will win this series in Game Seven. Um, and I will. And the reason being is because of what we witnessed last game. James yeah. in critical possession. Uh, and this is, I really want to, tell, I really wanted to touch on this because
1: mm-hmm.
2: Arden, he didn't prove to me that growth that I was looking for uh, from him this season. You know what I mean? He. At the end of games, it's like he forgets what he really does. Like, I don't know what it is, just like like yesterday, for instance. Uh, I feel like he was forcing the drive at the end of the game. Like, did you mm-hmm. forget you don't do your step back anymore? Like, why not take the three? Like you've been taking it all games. You, like I don't see I don't see the issue. Like I mean mm-hmm. that's a, like and then when he gets to the cup, he's not dunking, he's not laying the ball up, he's trying to do that little floating, which he fixes in mm-hmm. the period of time. Um And then, like, decision making. uh, His decision making at the end of the game when he threw the pass to Eric Gordon and he got picked Stolen up. Throwing by Danilo. Yeah, that was the critical possession. You know what I mean? Like, why are you giving the ball up hard at that point in time in the game? We've, if I'm the Rockets, if I'm Dan Tony, I'm pretty sure Dan Tony feels the same way. I want the ball in your hands you with know, two minutes or under every possession. So, for sure. The fact that he even made that pass was speaks a little bit to his mentality at the end of games to me uh personally which is why he's no longer in my top 5 that's why I put Dame over him um just because of that cr- critical crunch time possessions it really does it really comes down to what you do to get quarters 1 through 3 what you doing in that fourth you know what i mean when it really gets down to it nitty and gritty and, uh so that's why i mean it's like i said it's been everything i expected from the heated heated battle but um, I think OKC is going to be able to pull this one out if Russell doesn't come back, just yeah. because of the leadership of Chris Paul and he has—it's actually a stat that he has the most clutch points in the in, the, in the league this year. You Damn. know what I mean? So he he gets it done and in
1: in take the, that, LeBron fans.
2: Yeah, he gets it done oh, in yeah. time. So <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, man. It's, so that's what I'm saying. I'm to you go know, OKC if, if Russell doesn't come back.
1: Man, and just to add on, man, shout out to uh, I forgot the rookie name, number four, the one with the dreads, checking hard, man. He's no, been doing no a, door. Yeah, he's been doing a good job. And like, just to uh, comment on what you said about Harden not really showing you um, that he that he uh, made it to the next level and taking it to the next level, I just think, man, with Harden, bro, like, you had the time off. Everybody had the time off, and this was the time you needed, especially when. Every offseason you complaining about all right, he just gassing out at the end of the offseasons. This is the time you have four months off. You should be in 45 mode a night, 45 point mm-hmm. mode a night. You know what I'm saying? So there it shouldn't be no no reason why you shouldn't be uh uh knocking mm-hmm. shots down and you know, performing at that level. So um yeah, man, I don't know. He just needs to step it up, man. Um, Nate, give me your give me your thoughts before we head up out of here, man. All right, I'm gonna give it to
3: y'all quick. I know I had OKC in six. I'm gonna change my pick to OKC in seven. Okay. I think the Rockets will get another game. And I think this is whether Russell comes back or not. I mm-hmm. think the Rockets, personally, I like them a little better without Russell because Russell can't shoot the ball. You feel me? Like he kind of messes up their entire system. He he can't shoot the three. I mean, he's actually a no, I'm not gonna say terrible three At least point he can shooter. drive
1: it to the cup, though. You know what I'm saying? He
3: can, but like, Red you feel two. me? I'm living. I'm living. I'm living with with the Rockets taking twos. You feel me? I, yeah. I'm fine with that. But I, I'm gonna he say OKC. Okay, true, true, true. But yeah. if it goes seven, okay. I mean, uh, OKC has the best clutch player in this series, which I just mentioned is Chris Paul. So if it goes seven, I think it's definitely over. I think um, OKC got some hungry dudes because they've been counted out. You feel me? Lou Dort didn't even get drafted. You feel me? Dudes literally gave them a 0.2% chance to win this, to even get in the playoffs this year. Yeah. I think they've had that chip on their shoulder the entire year. And I think the Rockets, like, I think they, even the people on their team, it kind of just seems to me, like, they look at this season as like, eh, it's going to be more of the same. We win this series, we'll probably get down second round. You feel me? Like, I don't look at them as a team that has belief that they can go far. Like they talk a big game, but they don't really, they don't really play like that shit. You feel I me? Mean? Cause if they did, they would have swept it. Would, it would, they would have been sweeping these dudes by now. You feel I me? Mean? Like mm-hmm. they wouldn't have let them come back down 15 down. Like that's not, that's the hunger that I'm talking about from OKC. It's yeah. like they're really never out the game. Like they got blown out. You know, they did get blown out, but I, I just look at them as the team that's more hungry. So I got them at seven. I do see the Rockets getting another win though.
1: Facto, facto, man. It, it, it'll definitely be good though, man. I I I just been enjoying everything, man, whether it's been the, the sweeps, the, the 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 close games, the two two, the three ones. I've been enjoying it all, man. And uh just a hot take, man. I got the I got the Celtics going to the finals, man. <laughs> and that's how we gon' that's how we gonna seal the deal, man. Y'all got anything else before we get out of here?
3: Uh, one thing I want to say, uh, you know, prayers go out to Jacob Blake family and everything. You know, this Word. Been a topic Damn. of discussion, uh, where's that? Wisconsin, I believe. Yeah. Or Nebraska, one of those states. Damn. You feel me? Shout out to him. I'm glad that he's still alive and breathing, though. You feel me? Most of the times when you hear about or see a video like that, you know, persons that ever alive to tell the tale, I'm glad that he survived. You feel me? Still be able to be with his family, whether it be paralyzed or not. You know, he's yeah. still here. So glad about that but I'm uh, happy to see the NBA um, you know the players like they were pretty all distraught yesterday when they had interviews and stuff like that Uh, and I think that's what they wanted to do with this bubble is you know every time something like that happens they're available to speak about it speak out on it to the millions you know what I'm saying like you know because I I personally didn't know about what happened I saw it on Twitter but I know like it, it happening in Wisconsin didn't really help for the mainstream media so They were definitely out there pushing those messages. It's on House Highlights, Bleacher Report, you know, so I appreciate them for, you know, all just taking a stand, you know. So uh, prayers out to his family, and I hope we can get some change, dude.
1: Man, for sure. Definitely prayers out to his family, man. I definitely want to prayers out to the Bryant family, man. Salute Mama Day 824, man. We definitely want to salute that, and we definitely going to honor that. And, uh, man, salute to my cousin, man. He just lost his life uh this past weekend man you know hooper big Hooper, out out in the crib man everybody love him man wavy we own you man ball in peace man so you know it it definitely just making sure we keep it staying prayed up man and pray for the ones around us man because it's definitely real out here and uh yeah man you know we just gonna keep rocking out every week every week man on tuesday man y'all come and catch us man Mike and friends, man, we are in the building. Shout out to TOV Sports. This whole production is being brought to you by them. Shout out to National Sports Chat. You can follow us on IG, Twitter, YouTube, everywhere. We there, you feel me? Shout out to the uh, the podcast page. Mike and friends, we got more content coming over there. I know y'all, we just slowed down. Trust me, we we got more content coming y'all way. Um, just shout out to everything, man. We we gonna get everything rolling, man. man. Make sure you go over there follow COT on IG. Make sure you follow Nate on IG. And we Have in here and we out of time. here and we checking out, man.
0: Micah and He's Friends sad, podcast like episode. Whatever. Shout out to the world. Royce umbrellas No regard for the weather Keep me out the rain And in the shade Nigga, I'm good forever I'm cool wherever We park in the city Hop out You know I'm smoking Something better Got something pretty with me That nigga there veteran still with niggas Who been stepping Two-time felons Smoking, cracking jokes And ready to catch their next one I tried to tell them Matter of fact I never stopped trying Until I put them In the same mind frame That I am Showed you how that Money piled But didn't show you how that ain't your friend He wanted it all for him Until he fall Don't wanna see their dogs Live as large as them They ain't men The teens that they on And never win Jet life establishment Rolexes and whip Palaces extravagant We hustlers for all of this It's nothing to get Up in the mall Lay out a fit Next season shit Sneak previews drips. You gotta pray to get Eastside Eastside
3: Only of 5 Giving you this exclusive aerial right here
0: Right here This is off Hope Sound at the northern end of Hope Sound. The aerial unit right now has just dropped
3: down. Martin County Sheriff's officials on scene. About 6 30 this morning, one of the fire trucks passing by, sitting up higher than a car would, was able to look over the wall here and they
0: noticed a boat on the beach down below.
3: And you can see behind me here, the boat, it's still I'm in the in water down. here off of Jupiter Island. They haven't actually moved it just yet. Uh, yes.
0: What you said in guess in my champion sweats, I got four or five jewelers. I just purchased the wet. Now the bottles all black, no more sipping, more wet. Drop the top, bump the woo. Show the test on my chest, bathing ape is a thing. I've been labeled a king, so sincere with my flows. Spin a house on my ring, to give me some brain. Culling in a moussain, blow a 14 a cookie, a quarter M on my chain. Never did it for status, I just lusted the cabbage. Nikes out of the box, back was all through the palace. Bitches know I'm a beast, talking telekinesis. Haters think I do voodoo, really blessings from Jesus. Get my hands in the dirt, now it's buckets of weed. Knew my Clearing the skirt, blow them trumpets for me, get six figures of hers, never charge a true G, show you just how this works, it's a wonderful thing. Officials say the boat was found abandoned on the beach on Saturday. The Coast Guard set up a helicopter to search for any people in the area or in the distress in the water but no one was found. And back here live now, one more look tonight at that boat. It's not
3: clear how long that boat is going to stay here on the beach, but I can tell you this, Martin County Sheriff's deputies are still here along Jupiter Island. They are still searching for those two suspects. We're live tonight
1: on Jupiter Island. WPBF 25 News.